Welcome to the Demand Access Write Your Own Destiny Show. I am your host, Will Levitin. Here is where you find your keys to be successful, your keys to be the best, and your keys to achieve anything that you want. Today's special guest we have is Providence Point God, David Duke, homegrown. Let's get it. My best friend, someone I grew up with, Providence College, very own David Duke. Yes, sir. Yes, What's sir. up, man? How you doing, man? How's everything? It's good, bro. Just trying to stay safe, stay inside, you know. Still trying to put my work in, though, just trying to find time to stay active. Okay. That's okay. So let's gonna, we're going to just dive right in. So who is David Duke? Not the basketball player, like inside. Who is David Duke? Um, shoot, I'm a somebody that got big dreams, you know, I mean, basketball-wise and, you know, just in life, you feel me? Um, everything I do, I just try to put 100% in it, you know, uh, the end goal is just to be successful, you know, change the way that I'm living, my family's life, you know, and then obviously once I get to a certain point, start to um, use my platform to help others and uh, stuff like that. Okay, okay. So growing up, um, basketball, was basketball your only sport? Nah, I played a whole bunch of sports. I played um, soccer was my first sport, actually. And then um, I started playing basketball when I was about 10. I played soccer, though, up until like high school. I played one year baseball. Then I played football starting in middle school um, for a few years. And then I stopped in high school. And then uh, I ran track like two years and I was just in middle school. So what geared you to like, just focus only on basketball? Uh, I think once I started, when I, when I was in about ninth grade, ninth, 10th grade, that was when I was like playing multiple sports at the same time, you know, okay. soccer and basketball or football and basketball, whatever. And um, I just started to like lose interest in the other sports, you feel me? And I started to like put more time and effort into basketball. And it was just naturally, it wasn't like I meant to do it, but it's just like, I started liking basketball more, you feel me? I started yeah. to build that, you know, love for the game. And, um, you know, I just love sports in general, but basketball, there was just something about it that I couldn't, you know, that was one sport that I knew I couldn't stop playing, so. I yeah. gave up the other ones and just decided that, you know, it was time to focus in on one thing that, you know, that I felt like um, I could possibly do something with. So I chose basketball. Yeah, you know, for those of you that don't know, um, me and David, we went to the same high school. So I actually played with David when I was my when I was a senior. David was a sophomore. I'm pretty sure he was a sophomore. Yeah. And yeah. so he was playing varsity and um. I always saw there was something special in you. And yeah. I know other people, they kind of, it was like, you, sh you would show your flashes. But to me, when I was playing against you in practices and in games, I always knew like, listen, David Duke, like he's gonna be some with this. For you, what game was it, if you could remember, that you just knew like, all right, it's, this is it. Like, um, I'm gonna be a division one basketball player. This is basketball's for me, I'm the best at it. 
mean, I didn't feel that way until my my junior year. Um, okay. And it wasn't even up until last, like, like the end of that season in the championship, mm-hmm. the division championship game. That was real deal, like the the game that I was like, all right, yeah, like, uh, I could probably do something with this. But before then, like, I was just playing, you know, just for the just for the fun, and you know, yeah. obviously, like, trying to win, being a competitor, naturally. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't looking at it as like, yeah, like this is what I'm gonna do in my life. Like, basketball is what I'm, you know, I was born for. Stuff. I wasn't thinking that way for real. Like, I was just you know, playing just because I like the game. But after that game, that was when I got my first offer. And, you know, uh, being on that stage and then performing, like, the way I did in that game, I think it just gave me, like, a, a little bit more confidence. Definitely. You know I mean? And then, you know, getting the couple of schools that called after the game, and it just became, like, surreal. Like, you, I was just seeing other kids, like, getting offers probably, like, since they like, freshman year and stuff. And yeah. like, my junior year. My whole junior and I didn't you have an office, so it was just like, yeah, maybe I'm not I'm not gonna play, you know, Division One. But then after that, everything changed, and I was just yeah. like, all right, let me just start to take this serious because now I I know that I, at least you know people see some potential in me. Definitely, you know, your junior year, and I was paying attention. That's it really just took off, and then your senior you uh, transferred to Cushion Academy, and I you transferred after that after your tra- junior year. Oh, after your junior year, okay, so you yeah. transfer. You get there, you're playing with good players, and then you just start growing and then growing and growing. Like, how were you able to like deal with that pressure? Yeah, um, I mean, in high school, I didn't really feel too much of a pressure. You know, it was just like I was still learning. You know, going into that new environment, it uh, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I knew that you know I had put in the work you know, to get there, but I didn't know if I necessarily was ready from the jump. So, you know, uh-huh. I was just going in there just trying to see how everything was and just adapt to my new environment. But um after, you know, I got settled in and stuff, uh my roommate, you know, is probably like my best friend to this day, or one of my best friends, um, with Bisabidi. Yeah. Plays at Virginia Tech and uh-huh. he uh was a part of the AU team that I had joined the summer before going to Cushing. So, um, you know, I had knew him a little bit. I knew a couple other kids that played for our AU team. And uh, they were older than me, though. So I was like the young bull, you know, going over yeah. there from our team. And uh, But, you know, they took me under their wing. They, you know, showed me, you know, how to work hard, how to, you know, work consistently, um, also work smart. You know, you don't always just got to go in and just overdo it, you know, try yeah. to be smart. Uh-huh. working on aspects of your game, you know, that is necessary for you to become a better per, uh, player. So uh, that was one thing that I think they definitely instilled in me, you know, hard work and getting better every day. That was our team motto. It was just to get better every day, even if it's a little bit here or a lot, you know, all the little increments of getting better each day is going to build up to the end of the season. And, um, you know, that my junior year, right after I transferred from Clackwood to Cushing, that season at Cushing, um, I think we went like 22 and like three. And it was just that same model after every game, no matter if you win or lose, it was just get better every day. Uh-huh. So um, I think that that's what made us have such a great season. And we ended up uh, winning that championship as well, uh, that uh-huh. championship. So 
Um, and then from there, you know, that whole season, uh, my life just started to change, really. Like, I started getting more offers. Yeah. Um, started getting, you know, more on the scene, you know. Uh, I got my ESPN ring, then, you know, that was when things just started to take off for me. Um, I guess you was, I could say there was pressure that came with it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it wasn't unwanted, you know. I knew yeah. that, you know, being in that position, it would come with that. And, you know, I wouldn't want it really any other way. Um, you know, some people, they don't really like the pressure or it leads them to, you know, make bad decisions or stuff like that. But I think, you know, God bless me with a good head on my shoulders, you know, good things right. that raised me. Yeah. Me. So uh, I think for me, it, it just kept me on the right path instead of, you know, forcing me to go down the wrong path. And I think um, I, I just credit God for that, for real, like yeah. for making me who I am. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, big inspiration to all the the young ones in Rhode Island. And I know you're a big inspiration around the world. People are paying attention. You play for Providence College, Big East. So people are paying attention. And for the people, the kids that are watching you that have the same dreams that you had and you're doing it, what would you tell them? Like, if you could give them a couple advice or some tips, how would you tell them to, like, structure their life better? Um, I would say don't be afraid to be different. You know, don't, don't be scared to be great. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, kids that say they want to, you know, get to the league, you know, uh, play professional basketball, play, you know, college basketball, um, get a scholarship, stuff like that. But, you know, they might be scared to, you know, be a little different, do things that their friends don't want to do, you know, waking up early, going to the gym or going for a run or putting extra work at night or something like that. Uh, going to do just one-on-one workouts with, you know, somebody, stuff like that. Like, they might, you know, not want to do that because maybe their friends don't want to do it. So they feel pressured to not do it. But, you know, you you kind of got to step out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know, yeah. yourself. And it's just working consistently, you know, working hard, but also be, like, working smart, understanding, you know, be able to tell yourself what you're good at, what you're not good at. You know, don't be, don't just think, oh, I'm good at everything, you know. It's good to have confidence, but you also got to, you know, be real with yourself, you know, what you're good at, what you're not good at, and, you know, what, what you got to do in your workouts, you know, to get better and um, get better each day. So that's the biggest thing. And like I said, don't be scared to be great. You know, don't be scared to go 100% and, like, dedicate your whole life to what you want to do and I understand, like, there's that fear of failure. You know, you don't want to put everything you have into something and not achieve it. But, you know, if it's a better feeling to put in all the work. And maybe you don't get it, but at least knowing that you tried is way better than having that feeling of regret, wishing, like, damn, like, I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have did that. And, you know, that's the only thing that really keeps me going. It's like, don't leave, don't leave anything on the table because then you're going to have that feeling of regret, and that's the worst feeling. So That's right. Definitely right about that. The feeling of regret is very painful, and you usually experience it later in your life. Exactly. But um, exactly. So now you graduate Cushion Academy. Yeah, you pick PC as your school, and now you're an incoming freshman. Like, what was your mindset? Come. Uh, I would say... I knew it was going to be, you know, it, it wasn't going to be easy at all. You know, I thought I was just going to come in and, 
you know, play my role. Yeah. Being a freshman, you don't really know nothing. So it's just everything's a whole learning experience. You got guys that's older than you, smarter than you. Uh-huh. So it's just like you just got to sit back and just watch everybody else or, you know, learn from them because they went through what you went through. You know, be a sponge for real. And, you uh, came in as a starter. Uh, I did, but, you know, going in, I wasn't, that wasn't the plan. You know, Coach didn't yeah. tell me, oh, you're going to start. Yeah. You come in, stuff like that. It was like I went in, you know, I paid, I do what I had to do. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I worked real hard. Yeah. And I just did what the coach asked. And, you know, I, I got that position, that started position, but, you know, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was, you know, the easiest thing. It wasn't, you know, all fun and games, you know. Yeah, was, nah, I feel you. It was real hard, you know, and being a, a freshman. And the way I came in, you know, there was a lot of, you know, talk and hype this and that, you know, built up pressure. So it's just like you know, there's a lot of expectations from a lot of people. Yeah. And, you know, when you don't, you know, live up to their expectations, then it's like they kind of look at you. Like, maybe you're not all that, you know, they thought it was. So it's like a whole bunch of talk. And then, yeah. but you kind of got to be, you know, mentally strong and kind of have, got to have thick skin to, you know, uh, not listen to all that stuff and just be you. And that's what I did. You know, I went through what I went through. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful yeah. that I was thrown in the fire because it really just made me who I am. Put that chip on my shoulder and, made me understand what I needed to do to be great. You know, I made yeah. a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes and, um, you know, I just learned from it. It's not like I took a loss. It's just a learning lesson. So, um, you know, this year I just came back in with that with that chip and I think I, I, I proved myself that I can be who I want to be, but I know uh-huh. I still got a long way to go. So Definitely. Oh, you want to come closer to the camera a little bit? Because that's the shadow. There you go. There you go. Now we get to see it's the David Duke right here. But um, yeah, I like what you said. Like the next day, the next year, you definitely had that chip in your shoulder. You improved, and we yeah. saw that you improved. Um, could you speak on like some of the things that that you did better your sophomore season, better than your freshman season? Yeah. So um, I over the summer going into my sophomore year, I uh, my main focus was to become a more of a threat at shooting. Uh-huh. You know, it was like that just opens up the game so much more for you. Yeah. If you can, you know, be become a threat, you know, consistently knock down a, you know, three-point shot or stuff like that, shots off the dribble. And um, I knew that, you know, I was good, you know, a slasher, attacking the basket, getting in, kicking out, making plays. But, you know, when you take away – when you're able to, you know, have the defense take away a certain – things from you and obviously my shooting wasn't the best my uh freshman year um so they just would probably back off or sag in and yeah it'd be hard for me to attack so uh-huh. um i couldn't you know i could knock down a three-point shot but it wasn't you know consistent so you know that summer i was like i'm gonna work on my shot open up the game for me so then now it's like i'm more of a threat i can slash you know if they take that away then i can step back and shoot the three-point shot and i think you know, me realizing that and being able to come to that realization that, you know, I'm not the best shooter and that's why, you know, they're playing me a certain way. That made me better. And the only way I was able to recognize that was just watching film. Yeah. You know, reading the stats, you know, the numbers, numbers don't lie. So, you know, I was shooting probably like 29%, 30% from three my freshman year. And then I came back my sophomore year and I was shooting 
fifty percent for half the season. Then I ended the season shooting forty two percent. That's real yeah, good. I mean, that was like a almost double what I was shooting before. Yeah, you know, and then you know I increased all my other assists because now they're pressing up because I'm shooting the shot. Uh-huh. I'm going in, kicking out, you know, and now it's creating for other players and stuff too. So making yourself better also makes your teammates better. Now they're getting open shots and stuff like that. And that was just um, – but that was one thing that I had focused on the summer and now I had put in the work in for it, working out all the time. And I understood it didn't – it wasn't going to happen overnight. Yeah. You know, going in every single day, you got to have a purpose when you go in the gym and understanding that it's going to gradually – happen not right away so just having my patience and you know I think I dedicated my myself to what I wanted to do that summer and I think I did a good job and you know the plan for this summer is the same thing but you know That's right. expanding another part of my game you know uh-huh. now you maximize your strengths but also work on stuff you're not good at you know to keep getting better so and like for those kids that are going into their freshman year like do you believe like having those like what fundamental tools do you think you need to have like sharp before you go into like your well, I mean um I wouldn't say there's a specific skill that you need yeah mm-hmm. because the biggest thing I would say for college basketball that you need is IQ you know there's guys that now it's say you were the say you were one of the biggest stronger faster kids in high school playing against you know other kids that probably weren't as big strong fast as you you know, you can just get away with using your athletic ability to, you know, dominate. But now it's like in college, you playing against kids that are just as strong, fast, big as you, and you got to find a way to make it work. So now you got to think the game, understand different reads, reactions. And the only way that you really build your basketball IQ is just watching basketball and really, like, really watching it, though, not just looking at it for entertainment, but, like, really studying the game, understanding reading like the defenses, stuff like that, that's only gonna make you better. That's good, man. That's real. That's real talk right there. So besides basketball, so now we know you you know you're the point guard, two years and junior year, you're gonna put in work. What are some other things that you love to do? Like, because I see that you be dancing. And I noticed that after every game, I, I always knew you was a dancer, but now I feel like you're putting it more on notice that, yeah, you like to dance. Because I see after every game you guys won, you guys would dance at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about yeah. that. Uh, no, nah, yeah, I like to dance. You know, I like to have a good time. You feel me? Uh, that started way back, though, way back, even at class school. I was right with you. Yeah. In the locker yeah. room, we was, you know yeah. turn out after practice or something like that. But, uh yeah, I mean, I like to dance. I, like, I just like to have fun, you know. I, yeah. I put in my work. I like to be serious about what I do. But then, you know, there's a, there's a time, you know, to have fun and, you know, relax and you know, have uh, stress-free. So, okay. you know, I like to do my little thing and then. So, who, like, who started? I want to know, like, who started that? Was that, like, uh, uh, is that the whole team started that? Like, what, like, how did that even happen? Because that started to blow uh, up, actually. Like, you guys dancing after every game. It started to get crazy. I was like, oh, snap, this is wild. Nah, yeah. Um, I think it was after the uh, – what game was it? Maybe Texas. No, not Texas. The Big East games. I think when we started – the biggest games because we had started strong in the beginning of the year and then we like fell 
Law started losing like a bad, you know, bad losses and stuff yeah, like that, okay. you know. And then we played Florida. We got smacked. And that was the game that really turned the season around, though. So then after that, we played Texas. We had beaten Texas. We felt pretty good about ourselves. But we, you know, we didn't want to get too riled up because, you know, we still had to, to get ourselves out of a little hole. So I don't think we danced after that one. But then we played Georgetown. We beat Georgetown. And then I think we we went to Marquette. And I went to DePaul. Uh-huh. And we beat DePaul by one point on a free throw by, by my teammate Nate. And then that's when we went to the locker room. We started dancing. You feel me? Like, yeah. Because, you know, that was, a, that was a good win for us, a really big win. And that was our second straight league win. And then we went to Marquette the two days after and played them. And then we beat them by one point again. And uh-huh. then we went into the locker room and started turning up, going crazy and dancing, uh-huh. throwing uh-huh. water on coach. Yeah, but then uh, that became like a habit every time we won, and you know it was like a celebration. Coach always talking about, you know, celebrate success. Um, you know, you don't you want to be serious about what you're doing. Yeah, you want to you know keep your eyes on the you know the big prize, uh, the main goal by the end of the year. But you know, don't be afraid to you know celebrate your little success on your way there because you know that only gives you motivation, but you, when you experience that feeling of joy, you know, you want to have that again, so then that motivates you to, you know, work hard and then get get that feeling back after another win. So, um, you know, we just kept dancing after every win, and yeah, I, it just became a big thing. You know, people it, started to follow it, you know, yeah. about it on, like, TikTok. It, it and, blow up. It was know, crazy. It to go viral, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, speaking about Coach Cooley, um, like what what kind of coach is he? Is he more like a player's coach? Like like when he mm-hmm. talks to you guys, is he more intimate and personal? Like Yeah, he's um he's like a a player's coach, you know, he, he really cares about his players mm-hmm. were like his kids, you know. Mm-hmm. He uh looks out for us in any way possible. Um you know, he's always there for us, you know, even off the court. Specifically, you know, that's really what he really cares about. You know, how are we as people off the court? And uh, he, his goal, you know, for from the time that we step foot on Providence House and from the time it leaves to, you know, be, be a better man, you know, be ready to, you know, enter the real world and stuff like that. So he's always preaching like stuff like that to us. And uh, he's going to demand the best out of each and every one of us. So I think that's the biggest thing that, that I like about Coach Cooley. That's what's up. That's what's up. Name one memorable game from your freshman year that you remember. Like that one game your freshman year. Right now. Freshman year. I'll say a memorable game. Memorable game. Um probably when we played um we played South Carolina at Mohegan Sun. That was your coming out. That was, you was you was going crazy that game. Yeah, it was a it was a big it was a big game though you know that was um, yeah but they the SEC yeah uh-huh. that was a that was a big game for us and, you know that gave us a little bit of confidence after that one and, you know I think I I had played a a pretty good game that game and that was like the first time that my first game my freshman year that I like felt like comfortable in yeah the, in the game and um. 
from then on, that's when I started to slowly, you know, get better. What about this year? Uh, you had a lot. a lot of good. Wins. I know, I know. You was <laughs> you really was... every every single win. I think yeah. that was for me. That was just every single Big East win. That was just like you know a big moment, just because, like I said, we were in a hole right before the Big East, and our goal was just to get out of it. And so every win, it just was like another another bird, like another weight off the shoulders. You know? Yeah. Um, you guys was hot. The end of the year, we were rolling. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, fortunately, I would say just this this whole past year, I, I yeah. think it's like a, a highlight in itself. No matter what ups and downs it went through, at the end uh-huh. of the day, it was just it, it was a good season, and it was definitely one that I'm not gonna forget. For sure. I mean, I've seen that. That's the great thing about basketball is it really does teach you about life because that's that's basketball is like. A mirror. I don't know what it is with sports or something. It'd be like a mirror image of what can happen in life. Like you can be oh, in yeah, a hole. A lot of life life you can sure. you can be in a hole, and the next thing you know, everything just turns around and you're rolling, and then it just stops. You know, I, yeah. man, I was so excited for you guys because I, I, you guys definitely punched your ticket to the tournament. I, I'm pretty sure you guys definitely. Yeah, was, I mean, was, was we getting were, there, was getting there, and you know. Due to this, you know, Corona thing. Hope everything, everybody's good, everybody's safe. But you guys was rolling. But I do know that next year, from the way you're talking right now, you're very focused and you're energized and you're staying ready. And that's what's up, man. That's what's up. You know, I, you definitely have a bright. Like your future is like it's anybody's future when they put in the work. Like the, have you been doing? Like it's just as bright as it can be. And just thank you for just like. You're just motivating. You, you motivate me. I'm like, yo, this guy, he's, he came the next year and you're doing what you have to do and you're having fun and you're serious when you need to be serious and you're locked in. And, you know, mm-hmm. just keep doing what you're doing. So I got a couple I got a couple questions left. Are you, you're, you're watching Netflix, right? Have you been yeah. watching Netflix? What are you binge watching right now? It's- uh, Black Lightning. Okay. For sure. Okay. Uh. What else? I was watching Ozark. Mm-hmm. I just started up. Okay. Uh, I watch, I don't watch a lot, so I mean, right now I'm just looking for new shows. Okay. So what about what about music? Like, who are you listening to like right now? Like, who's what's that? Whose album that have you been like just banging to it? Uh, I listen to a lot of people, man. I listen to Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. Listen to Meek. I listen to Roddy Rich. Okay. I listen to my brother, D Gomes. Okay, that's right. Shout out to D um, Gomes, man. I listen to I don't know. There's a bunch of people, bro. Like, nah, I feel <laughs> I just, you. Nah. I don't. I don't. I don't like just listen to a couple artists. Like, if I if it's a song and I like it, like I like it. It's not. They don't nah. know who it's by for real. Nah, I tell you. We ain't going to make it that tough on you. Yeah. But, nah, like, those artists would be, you feel me, the, the ones that come to mind off the bat. If you had one last thing you could say to everybody watching right now, what would you say? Right now, in this uh, quarantine stuff, you know, don't try to stay active. You know, mm-hmm. don't uh, stay in the house all day. You know, you can get out, go for a walk. 
you know, be safe, though, at the same time, you know, wear your masks in public and stuff like that, you know, try to keep you, you and your family safe. But, um, you know, just stay active because at the end of the day, you know, when you, the more active you are, the healthier you are, you know, the, the stronger your immune system becomes. And, you know, that's a way to, you know, try to prevent yourself from getting sick. So, you know, just stay active, try to do things to occupy yourself, keep your mind right, stay sane and um, use this time to get better. You know, you can start game planning for when, you know, obviously things start opening back up when life becomes as it was before, you know, use this time to game plan. So what you want to do when that time comes so that you can, when that time does come, you can just hit the ground rolling and, um, you know, just live life as if, you know, this never even happened. So that's what I'm doing right now, just trying to stay active and trying to stay in shape and stuff so that, you know, I can have a little advantage over those, you know, other players I'm going to be playing against that probably didn't use this time, you know, to take advantage. So uh, you're just trying to stay disciplined. That's right, man. Well, thank you guys for watching. This is David Duke, Providence Sorry. Finest, homegrown, doing this thing. God bless you, bro. Thank you for coming on this show. Thank you for inspiring. Keep inspiring. Keep yeah, growing. Sure. Just make conquer all your goals and demand access, bro. Thank you for coming, man. Make sure everybody subscribe, though. Everybody got to subscribe to this. Subscribe to this video, man. Bro. And sure. let's keep going, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah. All right, bro. All right, man.